Ah, uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Brilliant Gold Knuckleheads Podcast. And as always, sitting right over there, you know who it is. It's my main man, Reggie. What's going on, Reggie? <laughs> What's going on, Ken? Um, but, ahead, but before man. we get before we get started, man, what the hell was that? Just you don't you don't like a a, a different change up intro music there? Well, <laughs> listen, I don't mind a little little walk up music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just got to be good music. I don't know what the hell that was. I mean, you know, you can do a request. You know the uh, <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> Uh, at, at the, when you at, when you walk up to the plate, you can have whatever whatever request uh, music is that you want. You know, you can you can play some hip hop, you can play some country, you can play, you know, <laughs> old school, new school, whatever you want, man. Okay, I'll, but I'll what, take what requests. Was that, Let's just go ahead and throw out to the to the knuckleheads out there. You got a good intro song, good intro music. Oh my god! Go ahead and bring it. Throw a suggestion okay. to us. Let me tell you what that sounded like. And, Go ahead. And, yeah, I'm, I'm about to age age us here, but that that sounded like Sanford and Son. That, <laughs> it's a, it's that sound like I I can see he's got a little he's got a little uh, that, that did have a little Sanford and Son. Except it it be that's what I thought you were playing. Man. I thought you was playing Sanford and Son, which I still don't understand what it was and why. But nonetheless, I'm glad we're here, man. I want to first uh, tell everybody, thanks for everybody for tapping in and listening to us. Uh, of course, if you're watching us on YouTube, um, you can see our Twitter handle down there at, at Duh Two Knuckleheads. That's D-A Two Knuckleheads. And uh, you can find us on Twitter. If you're listening to us on, on YouTube, please, as always, uh, we appreciate you tuning in, but at least like and subscribe. That way you can get all of our, get all the notifications whenever we drop these podcasts. Uh, um, and hopefully as we keep them coming to you, but at least thank you for t- tuning in and tapping in for this evening podcast. And I'm going to throw it back over to DJ Ken. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i don't even know what to do with that you know i mean how about is that how's that that's that's it, that, we don't even have to be playing the cowboys we can throw that out there any time of year right um but but anyway we we are we are way off track about what this podcast is 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 about we uh, are we we just got finished a a preseason our second preseason game against the baltimore ravens and we're two and oh ken we're two and oh does that matter hey, Josh Harris's regime has never lost. Sam Howell has never <laughs> lost. Uh, you know, you put these ridiculous uh, things on here. Um, but I will say, I normally don't watch entire preseason games. For whatever reason, I watched last night, and and I was interested the entire night. And it was, as far as preseason games goes, it was a pretty interesting preseason game uh, with, with the, the first strings, the second stringers, the third stringers, whoever was in. It was an interesting game, for again, for being a preseason game. Uh, I don't you know, know if you watched the entire game or not, Reg. I, I was going to say, man, I think for the first time in my life, that was the first time I watched an entire preseason game. I watched that damn thing it's, from start yeah, to finish. It, it is rare for me as well. I, I normally... 
commit to about halftime. And then after that, I might watch the first series in the, in the third quarter, but yeah, I watched, I watched the entire game all the way to, to, to the 49 yard kick by Mr. Joey Sly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did the same thing, man. I was like, I can't believe this. I got to get up and go to work tomorrow, but I'm sitting here watching a preseason game, preseason game. Yeah. But, um, you know, it was interesting because again, I think for you and I, and probably most fans, you know, we were very interested in how Sam Howell was going to perform. I mean, I think that's the big question mark going into the season because we're not overly worried about the defense. We know we have some playmakers in some key spots. And so the question became um, more about how is Sam Howell going to look? How's EB going to look? And how's our offense going to look? So there's a lot of intrigue there. But social media today has been on fire because all of the Baltimore Ravens fans have been kind of giving Washington fans a hard time saying that you guys are celebrating over um, over season win. But yet they seem to be a little butthurt behind it. And it's like they keep talking about how it doesn't matter. It didn't matter. It was just preseason. But I guarantee you if Baltimore had won this game, they would be bragging about how the streak continues. And then it's not so much just about preseason. But then when they lose the streak, the streak comes to an end and they lose the game, then it's just preseason and why are you guys celebrating? You guys are you guys making like you won the Super Bowl. It's right. like, it's like, come on, man. You can't have it both ways, right? It, it, it's like, and, I mean, you yeah, even go back to like high school when it comes to that. Like if you have a, a, a high school that's across town that's not in your region, maybe they're a little bit bigger, maybe they're a little bit smaller, so you don't play them, but you have a preseason or a scrimmage game against them, I promise you, you you want to you want to beat them. So in town, anywhere that you see them, whether you're the fan, whether you're the player, you get to trash talk all year long. And with Baltimore and Washington, if it had been Baltimore and I'm sorry, Washington and the Raiders, you wouldn't have this talk. But everybody's you know everybody sits next to the Raven fan or the Commanders fan when you're at work there because it's such a a, a blend of Baltimore and Washington. So that, 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 that's part of it. Um, and Washington is, is high right now. They're high for everything. They, you know, every practice you, we've, we've talked about before how, uh, the, the fans are at these practices and they, they just can't get enough. They, they, they want more success and they're continuing to get more success hundred percent. In the big scheme of things, it's preseason. It's not that big of a deal, but it's another taste of success that Washington fans aren't used to getting. Which is why we were celebrating about it. And, and let's be honest, the reason why it matters is because there was a streak on the line, right? Correct. Although it doesn't mean anything in the big scheme, it was still a streak. There was something to be played for last night, and they're, and they're, and they're missing the fact that the streak was what was on line. There was no Super Bowl trophy. There was no rings to be handed out, but there was a streak on the line. Baltimore wins. The streak continues. Baltimore lose. The streak is broken. And I'm not going to let it go unnoticed. This is third streak. We didn't bro- we didn't broke. Right. Right. Pittsburgh right. was 11-0 during the COVID season. We beat them. Philadelphia Eagles was undefeated last season. We beat them. 
Baltimore Ravens haven't lost a preseason game in eight years. Eight years, y'all. Yeah. And it came to an end last night. And they want to go like, oh, it was no big deal. No, in the big scheme of things, it's not. But you still lost the game. You lost the streak. And and, it, and I promise you, knowing, you know, being from the area, uh, the, the Baltimore fans, they're smiling, but it's under their skin. It's irritated that the streak was ended. Not just ended. It was ended by the commanders, right? Absolutely. Because um, even... And, and and for those that aren't in the Baltimore, Washington area, didn't grow up around there, you know, in the last 20 years, Baltimore's had more success than than Washington, without a doubt, right? Absolutely. They're still second fiddle. <laughs> you know, they, they are they are the 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 stepchild. They're the they're the middle child uh of of Washington, DC area. And they they'll really feel like that if Washington uh, starts having a lot of success, continued success. And, and think about it: for Baltimore's existence as a franchise, the Commanders or their neighbors have not had any any success. Right. So, and the fan base has slowly uh, been going away, and then all of a sudden. It comes back. So even the city of Baltimore is about to see what this fan's base really is. It's been lying, lying low, right? A lot of fans have run and hid. They stopped wearing the gear, stopped going to the games. Now everybody's going to start coming back. A little fair weather, I will say. Absolutely. But nonetheless, a nonetheless, a lot of those casual fans and some of those fans from many, many years ago are about to come out the rootworks. So they're going to get to see a lot of that. But but anyway, I digress. We won the game. Preseason, it may I understand it's a preseason game, but at the end of the day, we stalked the street. Right. Other teams and, couldn't do it. And, and like I said, 24 of the teams couldn't do it. We did it. Yeah. Yeah. This, this doesn't bother me. I mean, I like that we were successful in the game more than that we won the game. But I promise you, if I was in DC and I went into the office today. I, I'd, I'd be looking for the Baltimore fans to give them a little bit of grief because we broke the streak <laughs> as ridiculous yeah. as it is. Um, that's, this, that's, that's how, that's, that's, how, how tra- that's what trash talking is about. And that's how right, sports you, go, man. That's right. That, that you, you attack and, and give grief at any chance you get because you, you know, it's going to come back to you at, at another point. So you gotta, you gotta take advantage. Get it while, of you, get it while you can. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but there were, there was, I mean, overall, I mean, you you win the game. There was a lot of successes. Uh, Baltimore didn't play. I know a lot of their defense um, and some of their some of their offensive players. Obviously, Lamar Jackson didn't play. A lot of their defense didn't play. Uh, but Washington had some had uh, some some definitely some positive notes, uh, along with a couple couple concerns uh, even in the win. Um, yeah, you know, for Washington, the number one thing you know as you started to talk about was Sam Howell. And he played the entire half, entire first half. Um, overall, what did what did you think of his uh, his, his performance, Rich? Oh, Ken. Um, and I know it's a, it's a small sampling. You you can only make a judgment off of what you've seen. You've seen basically one game in Dallas, roughly a quarter 
uh, on week one and you've seen a half this time during preseason. It's a, it's a different, it's a lower level, I should say. Um, but, but what are you, what are your feelings and thoughts about Sam Howell based strictly on what you've seen? Okay. I'm going to answer this two, two ways. Okay. I want to answer this question in a way that probably how a lot of fans are looking at it, which is we went into, we're going into this season, preseason and season having question marks about can Sam be the guy? And when you look at the small sample size, the week 18 game last year against Dallas, the Cleveland game first preseason this year, and then um, this season, and then the, uh, the game on Monday night against Baltimore. We've seen three quarters from him in the preseason. Right. Sam has not done anything that would make fans not think that we're all right with Sam going to be our quarterback. And the ceiling is high. And for the first time, we feel like we got some stability at the quarterback position because now this guy has nowhere to go but up. The thing that jumps out, I think, the most about Sam is – his ability to throw the ball, and the guy is poised in the pocket. The game does not seem to be too big. He makes mistakes. You see him, he just takes it. He looks at it, move on to the next play. He recovers and moves on from it. His poise in the pocket and just to command the offense and everything, he looks the part. He's not done anything that make us go, we need to keep looking. He's done everything to deserve the chance and the opportunity to be our franchise quarterback going forward. Okay. So last night, last night or Monday night with the game, great stat line, 188 yards in the first half, two touchdowns, 19 of 25. I think he had 123 uh, passer rating or something. So that's what everybody's looking at. All right. So from that perspective, man, I'm ready to hook 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 to the wagon to the Sam Howell, Howell wagon. Okay. And as we get more into this, here's how I truly feel about it all. Our our offense, starting offense practically, played the Baltimore backups. All right. And we didn't look that great overall as a starting offense against Baltimore's backup. And that was a little bit concerning to me. And I understand people say, where's preseason? We didn't game plan for them and all that kind of stuff. I understand that. But if me and you right now can go and find some fifth graders and go play ball, we're going to beat them. Just virtue because we're bigger, better. Our starters should be better than Baltimore's backup players. They didn't have the starting defense in there. <laughs> they didn't have the starting front in there. We had, a, I mean, outside of maybe I think a tackle or two, we pretty much had our starting offense out there. And yet, we couldn't do very, didn't have a whole lot of success against a backup Baltimore team. Well, and as I, I watched that, I that concerned me. Well, I understand what you're saying. I want to inter- interrupt real quick and let you pick back up. I mean, they scored 17 and a half. 
against him. I, I, I'm not saying that that is absolutely great, but you still scored right. 17 points. So you, you were moving the ball, right? Three scores and a half. I'll, I'll take that all day long. You might say they should have had five scores uh, you know, instead of three, but they, they did have success. But go ahead. Can Baltimore's opening drive, I think they drove down the field in two plays. Not plays, two plays. Six plays, 75 yards, two minutes and 39 seconds. They drove with their backup offense down the field against our defense. Right. We drive the field and kick a field goal. Our starting offense against their backup defense. But their their backup drove six plays, 75 yards, took them two minutes. I'm not, I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say there's not any concern, but again, we're, we're, we're talking preseason. Okay. Fair enough. So I'm trying to remind myself this is preseason, but I can't ignore the fact that our starting offense was against their backup defense and we didn't look great. But I mean, when, when we the scored, question field, the, we question scored the field goal, but when we scored our first field goal and drove down there, we were within the five. We just didn't uh, end up you know, fi- finishing the drive. I understand, but Listen, we, we drove the ball down there as well. Um, Listen, the emphasis on this season is turnovers on the defense and converting in the red zone on, on offense. We drive, we have a 15 play 72 yard. In fact, it took nine minutes, which is a hell of a drive. We wound up with a field goal against the Baltimore backup defense. I understand it's preseason. If you told me that that was the Baltimore starting defense and we ended up driving, have a nine play and a nine minute drive, and we got a field goal out of against their starting defense, I'd have been like, hell yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty damn good. But it was against the backup. So your question to me was about Sam Howe. Sam Howe played fine. He played well. I was pleased with what I saw. Big picture wise, I was a little worried. Ain't gonna lie, it was a little word. And 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 while I don't disagree, I think that if we're if we're just going to talk about the first drive here, um, I don't really, other than maybe one play, I don't put that on Sam Howell, right? Um, Sam Howell overall, I think played played very very well. I think you know when I'm evaluating Sam Howell, I I look at it kind of. I get to I get to the same conclusion, but from a couple different avenues. Um, the bar is low, Ken. What's that? The bar is low. No, no. no. Well, to, to my point here, one of the things is if Sam Howell, how he has played again, you know, the, the time that he's played between uh, this preseason and against Dallas last year, if Sam Howell was a first round pick, a second round pick everybody would feel better with the exact same performance, right? Um, and and the, the, what you started to say when you first started talking about Sam Howell was his composure, uh, how he played. He, ha- he has a lot of, from a, from a approach and love and passion and not getting rattled, He's Sam, he's uh, Taylor Heineke, but with a lot more talent. I don't disagree. I would say, I would say more talent, more composure. Um, 
And I, I, I think one of the things when I look at why, I'm sorry, when I look at quarterbacks coming out, I don't care if you're a first round, second round, third round, you've heard me say it on this podcast before you've heard me say it at the sports bar. You need to, as a quarterback is not just about completions. It is about hitting people in stride. It is about your running, you know, your running back flares out and he doesn't have to turn halfway around to get the ball. He catches it and he just never breaks stride. That's the ball that that Hal throws. Um, you know, he's hitting these receivers in in tight windows and and putting it on there. And when you when you look last year and the year before with Heineke throwing it and with Wentz or whoever else throwing it. These receivers oftentimes were required required to make incredible catches. We haven't seen anybody make an incredible catch yet because Hal's putting it on the money. I understand. To, to, to his but, credit. But um, I'm going to ask again. If Sam Howell was playing the Ravens' first-string defense, how different does the stat line look? I can't tell you. And that's And that's my thing. I, but I'm again, I can only go off of what I know. I can't do all kinds of ifs and buts and you know, you know, how how good would XYZ uh receiver be on our team with you know a, a Pro Bowl quarterback the last three or four or five twenty years. Um I understand. So but but there there's nothing at this point other than lack of experience, which is which is big. Um, there's nothing at this point that causes me to go, and I don't, I don't, I don't think Sam Howe is going to be the guy. I'm not saying he is going to be the guy, but he's done everything right. Everything that you can pretty much ask for him to do a couple times. I think he could have thrown the ball away. Um, at least on one of the sacks, he could have thrown the ball away. Um, and that comes with youth and experience and, and trying to make plays. Right. But I don't need him to make I, plays. We got playmakers, man. He's not. He's not. He's not at his junior year at UNC right and, now. And that man. comes. That you, comes with experience. Okay, but this is second. This is this is the second week in a row where he's like the sack is on me, and it's because he's holding on to the ball. Get rid of the ball, man. You got playmakers. We don't need you to go and try to extend and make the play. There, there you are plenty the of quarterbacks. There are plenty of quarterbacks in the NFL that do it that are ten-year veterans that are successful ten-year veterans. Um, okay. it, it just, it just fine. happens, right? I'm, but, I'm not, but, I'm not but, making an excuse. You, you know, when you need to throw the ball away, you need to throw the ball away. I don't care if you're Aaron Rodgers or, or Sam Howell. Um, but, but, if, just, but if you don't have, but if you don't have the talent around you and you're trying to make that play, I understand Well, he's got talent around him. So if, if the play's not there, man, get rid of it, live to see another day. Yeah. But I want to say this to wrap this up for Sam Howell. Do I think Sam Howell is good enough to be the guy for us? Yes, I am. Where, I'm, where you're hearing me with the reservation was our offense against their backup defense. We talked about how this team, our schedule is harder this year. We can't afford to get off the slow starts. And here we are, had an opportunity with our starting offense against a backup defense, and we didn't look great. Because guess what? Come week one, week two, week three, week four, we're, the, the defenses you're playing aren't going to be backups. Hell, even, even the Cardinals starting defense with Buda Baker and some of those guys, it's going to be a lot more competition than you experienced 
against Baltimore. Oh, so Cardinals my point being is defense. Cardinals have a very good defense. Exactly. So my point being is here we are struggling to some degree against backups when come week one, you don't have the luxury of playing backups. You're so playing, I want to separate. Vanilla ball. You're playing vanilla ball, Reg. Right? I, I understand. You're, I you're understand. playing vanilla ball and, and you're, and the difference with preseason also is not that you're not trying to win, but you're trying to mix it up. You're trying to get – you're calling plays also for the success of the season more, just as much as you are for the success of the game. Okay. Right? I, so, I, I want to be wrong on this. Okay? Uh, I – I don't want I don't want to be talking having this podcast come week four and we're talking about how offense is getting off the slow start and we're spotting teams 20 points. Okay. So just that, that's well, just my that, concern. That, and that hasn't happened yet. That hasn't happened. Well, it hadn't happened this season. It's been our calling uh, absolutely, card. Absolutely. It's been our calling card the past four. Oh, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree so, with that. So my whole point here is we've talked about how on the offensive side and the defensive side, we can't afford to get off to slow starts. We can't get behind the eight ball on offense and we can't defensively allow teams to get up on us either. So I will temper that as saying it was preseason, but it got my attention last night because it was supposed to be the dress rehearsal type game. Right. This is what used to be the third preseason game. And, and I'll kind of pivot here uh, from, from what you're saying there. You know, we talked about, um, Sam Howell, it looks like he still has a, a, a decent connection with uh, the, the tight end Turner, um, Terry and uh, Dotson both seem to be in sync with him and, and even, uh, you know, Brown a couple times uh, seems to be working with him. So, you know, across the board, I, I like that he hasn't locked into any one person uh, we saw last night that he was going through progressions, which is something that other quarterbacks have struggled. Even, you know, I'll even go back to RG three, you know, he was, when, when things went right, he, he, everything went right for him. But as soon as there was a, a problem with a pocket or the first or second receiver wasn't, wasn't there. Uh, he, he couldn't continue uh, to go through his reads. Um, but I, but I think overall on offense, I think we're going to be okay. Uh, we've got another preseason. We've got a couple weeks here. Uh, Terry injured his toe, but I don't think the stars are going to play that third preseason game. I don't think so either. I, I don't think I would agree that even Sam Howell probably is not going to play, um, right. and 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 go from there. Um, let me so let me say before you get into Terry's injury, uh, back to kind of my point here about how the offense looked a little bit. There was clearly an emphasis on the short short game. Okay. We right. saw quite a bit of the screen game um last night. And clearly that's something that they're implementing that Scott Turner didn't really implement in our offense. And man, it just <laughs> it didn't look good, man. I the, the screen game just I don't know what it is about our team and and its ability to run the screen game. It just didn't look good. Um, I think the running backs combined, if I remember right, seven catches. I thought I had it in my notes or something, but they had like seven catches for like less than 30 yards. Right. Right. And this is supposed to be 
somewhat of a big part of the Kansas City Airbnb offense. And again, between Brian Robinson and, and Antonio Gibson, the screen game looks looked awful last night. I mean, a lot, a lot of the offense came out of the passing game, which goes back to, to, to Sam Howell. Right. But the run game didn't look good. The, the, the screen game didn't look great. And early on in training camp, there was a lot of talk about them running screen plays and a lot of passes to the running backs in training camp. Right. So even if you didn't game plan for the Baltimore defense, you, couldn't, you we didn't do a good job of executing what is supposed to be a staple of this offense. Um, so again, just just an observation. I understand it's preseason, but man, I'm just I'm just worried about it. I'm just worried yeah, about I, it. But well, one of the things I noticed when it came to that was I know everybody uh, in the off season and even after week one, everybody was talking about you know Gibson is going to be dynamic. He's gonna he's gonna break free and, and break loose this year under Bienemy. And I, I've said from the beginning, I said it last year before he got injured, um, B-Rob is going to be the guy. He, he's the one that is catching more out of the backfield. He's the one that's running. He's the one that has running back talent, not half running back, half wide receiver. I can't – I I am – I'm down on Gibson, to be honest with you. Um, I'm, okay. not, I'm not sitting to cut him or nothing like that. Um, I, I'm, I'm tired of his tired of hearing about potential and him breaking free and breaking loose. Um, and this is going to be his year. He's done it for a year or two now, or whatever. It, he, he's just not doing it. Um, and, and we'll see. Maybe you know when the season starts and he gets into a a role more defined for him rather than preseason. They're just kind of running some plays. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll see a change, but I, I think as of right now, um, you know, B Rob is going to be much more of the guy, both running the ball and out of the backfield from what I see. Yeah. Uh, yep. We'll, we'll see. Uh, I mean, I don't know if they're just trying to keep some of the, the, Part of the offense that's going to uh, highlight Antonio Gibson, they try to keep that as a secret, and maybe they don't want to run a lot of those plays in, in preseason. I don't know. I, I will agree that what we've seen thus far, it seems to be that the offense is going to lean more toward Brian Robinson. But just like they stashed Terry during the preseason, his rookie year, maybe there's something with Antonio Gibson that they're just holding back because they don't want to put it out on tape. That, that At least that's my hope. But I don't. But I don't know that. I don't yeah, know. I, I'm I'm rooting for his success. I just I'm I'm skeptical at this point. You know, after a few years of of waiting him, waiting for him to to break out and, and be the guy. Um, yeah, I, no, I, I, get I don't it. know. I get it. Going to be it. So I get it. I get it. Um, um, the other thing yeah. thing that came out of the game was uh, the injury to Terry McLaurin. Uh, they did X-rays during the game that came back negative, so there's no break or fracture. And uh, I think now it's just a matter of doing an MRI, if I recall. I don't think that's been done yet. Um, uh, yeah, it, 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 was, it was done and nothing serious, no ligaments or anything like that. It's just a, nothing more than a, a sprained toe. A sprain. So um, they're saying he's day-to-day and he could potentially be ready. But just, again, just going back to an injury like that, you can 
stretched ligaments and they never go back, right? And right. that's kind of where you have to be concerned about this type of injury lingering throughout the season. Um, hopefully it was just that. It was just a sprain type of deal and it's a little bit of swelling maybe and they work on it and nurture it and then all of a sudden by week one, he'll be fine and it's, and it's a non-issue. Um, right. But but it's something to be con- concerned about until we know anything different. Right, right. I mean, um, he was my he he, he, was, he was walking on it, and I, I don't anticipate him to be practicing for the next handful of days at least. And then, uh, you know, we'll be able to gauge when we start hearing that he's practicing or not practicing um, to see if he's going to be ready for Week One. But I I think they're to your point. They're going to be overly cautious with him. Uh, during practice and definitely he's not going to be in the, in the preseason game. Uh, but I think right. even in the practices, they're going to take him, take it very, very slow, take it easy. And, you know, the, the last four or five days before the, the opener, um, hopefully he's ready for, for a full on practice at that point, he'll have had almost two weeks of rest on it. And I, th- I think he's going to be good to go. Okay. Well, good. One, my one bold prediction on offense before, unless you have one more thing on to talk about, but uh, I'm going to make a bold prediction here, Ken, and that is that the uh, Cashmere Allen is not only going to make the team, he's going to make the 53-man roster. I'm not sure. Um, I, I, I like what he brings, but in a in a – in an area where we are deep, you know, there's, there's a few areas that, uh, you know, cornerback slash safety and anything tied to the wide receiver. We're, we're fairly deep this year. And I, you know, if you're one of the guys on the bubble, you know, it, it would not be a comfortable place to be, <laughs> uh, because, there, yeah, you but, know, he can, but he can do something the others aren't doing. And that's, and that's the special team for kickoff and re- punts. That's the only way he makes the team. Right. That's why I say he's going to make the yeah. team. Um, Who? Because there's nobody else to do it. Because God knows, I hope they don't go with Dax. <laughs> I I, I think I I don't think that's going to happen. Um, so then, who's going to do it? I I guess again, it goes to how you how you're putting your team together. Um, I understand, but just who who would, else would you think do it though? Regardless of how they put it together, who do you think would fit that role? Uh, Dotson. Man, they're not gonna put. <laughs> no, not he, he, not he, no full time return I'm guy. I'm just saying he he did it in college. I I don't think that they would. Uh, Terry, do it. Terry played special teams in college, but he ain't playing it now. No, nah, brother, they're not gonna put Dawson back there. Hell no. Um, you put put one of the running backs. Um, yeah. Again, you 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 have to when you start filling out who you're gonna have and who you're not gonna have, um, and how you're gonna play what injuries people are coming off of that, that might not be ready for week one. Um, and you know, even from a safety and, and cornerback, can, can you play both positions? You know, some people can okay. and some people can't. Uh, and, and it doesn't matter as much as a starter, but when you start talking about backups, you know, even, even Ron has said from, from an offensive line perspective, and it, and while he's talked about offensive line, he talked about it all the way across the board. The more positions and the more flex that you have, the more valuable you are to the team. I don't know. I say, I say I, it's my I, bold prediction. Yeah. I, I'm not saying he's not going to make it. 
And I don't think it's that bold of a prediction because he's the, he's the only one that's had he, – because he's had some success as a returner. Can't come this, you, this tell, you tell me it's not a bold prediction, but then you're not confident to say that he's going to make the team. You, you're not even sure he's going to make the team. I'm saying he's going to make the 53-man uh, roster. I'm just saying he's 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 a bubble guy to me. He might make it. I'm not saying he's not going to make but it. He's but a he's bubble, bubble guy, guy, but it's not. But it's not a bold prediction. Somebody who's only going to be kicking off and returning, making the team, is not a bold prediction, in my opinion. It, it is when you don't have one, yeah. and we all screamed that we did not want Dax Mill doing punts anymore. And so when you don't have one, is a I don't big think deal. Dak Mills is going to make make the fifty three. That's fine. So and so you, so you got to so so they will be finding somebody else, regardless of of that anyway. Who that person look, yeah, person is? But but just because we don't want Dax, they could get they could choose Dax. Just like a lot of fans didn't like Troy Apke, but they continue to put Troy Apke. David Mayo. A lot of fans don't want David Mayo, but they choose David Mayo, just because. We don't like Dags doesn't mean they don't. And so oh, I agree. I, I I'm just saying I don't think that uh that from from everything that I see and hear, um I I don't see anything from from him even making the team this year. I, I again, especially when when you see the players that um I'll, I'll use Pringle as an example, you know, that that's one of EB's guys. Um he didn't do punt returns, though. It's not I, his thing. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that he's the one. That there, there's, uh, there's 53 people on there. We're not, we're not stuck to one person. Uh, because, because if if he does get hurt, who's who's going to be the backup? You have to have somebody else on the team that can do just about everything, right? Okay. I mean, I mean, if Allen, if, if if Allen gets injured on the very first kickoff of the game. Who who's going to be there, Reg? They'll probably bring they, they, they'll probably bring somebody up. They'll bring somebody up. Uh, the, who, who's going to do it the rest of the game? Go, well, they'll go sign somebody. Then that's that's what you do in an emergency, Ken. Come on, right? It's, 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 not, an emergency it's not an emergency. If if your main if your one guy gets hurt, you do bring in an emergency guy. But just generally speaking, they, they that's where you would throw the Dotsons and the Gibsons back there. But that's not going to be their role. You're not going to put those guys on special teams. Deshaun Jackson was great at it, but he only did it in in situational circumstances. He didn't I, do it. I, I don't disagree time. with that. I don't. I don't disagree with that. I I, I, I didn't say that Dotson was going to do it full time all season long. I'm just saying he has the ability to do it. There are there are other players that have the ability to do it. Um, okay. All right. Well, let's quickly talk about the defense. Um, well, a lot of them didn't play, right? Uh, nobody, none of the starting defensive line played. All right. Well, we're um, done. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, <laughs> but but you did, but you did get to see some of the guys that are that are again from from a defensive perspective. You got to see a lot of the guys that are trying to be the to be the backup, right? We talked about um, that we're deep at cornerback and safety and i'll tell you there, there was a, a couple guys that played cornerback and safety that and they just they just missed um 
Ken, let's just and, cut and, to it, man. Let's just and, cut and, to and, it. And I'll go let's two get... people. I'll go two people. Uh, you know, the goose was loose and not in a in, in a a good way. And then Quan Martin. Um, oh my god, man! Wild he, goose ain't gonna make the team. I'm not I'm saying he's gonna make it. I'm just saying he had a couple bad plays. Oh my god! On on, on the on that game, uh, he took he took a couple bad angles and a bad tackle. Um, we love Wild Goose last year, man. But this year, my that brother ain't gonna make the team. Wild Wild Goose started off well last year, and then as the season went on, it was mistake and mistake and mistake. I don't know that he's gonna make it this year or not. Um, he's not gonna make the team. But bold prediction. Quan, but but Quan Martin, after the first preseason game, he got a lot of heat, and it was his Twitter page where he was copying. Keep, he, he's he was keeping copying, receipts. Yeah. What's that? He was keeping receipts. Yeah, he 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 was he was uh, catching screenshots of people that were criticizing him, and he said he was keeping receipts. Well, after the second preseason game, he's got a lot more receipts to track because <laughs> I don't know what he was doing out there on, on a couple yeah. plays. I, he might have had a couple plays where where he played well and defended the guy, and they didn't come at him. But um, I, on the was it the first touchdown? Yes, uh, he, he yes. was just swinging his arm like he was playing Red Rover. Red Rover send send the receiver on over, and he just breaks right through his arms as he's kind of halfway reaching for him. And then, and, and this is one thing that, I, that when I see a lot of the media today, and this is actual from the media that, that is supposed to be knowledgeable. There was a lot of media today out of Washington that talked about how good of an interception that he had in the okay, end hang zone. On, hang on, hang on before you get to the interception. I want to talk about the first play. Okay. Because I'm watching this game, and Zay Flowers is wide open. Yep. Then he runs down the field, and Quan Martin jogs. And I immediately scream at the television, like, what the hell is he – what is he doing? Like right, – we, we, You and I were texting each other immediately. He didn't even – he didn't – Run to the ball. No. And as a result, Zay Flowers ends up running into the end zone. So then they replay it. They replay the play. Right. We have two Washington defenders go to one guy. And I looked, and one of the guys that went with the the extra guy was Quan Martin. So Zay Flowers is wide open because Quan and the other guy went with somebody else. Right. So at this point, y'all had a y'all had a breakup in 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 um in the defense. There's miscommunication by somebody, whether it's Quan or the other guy. Right, but right. at the end of the day, somebody then then blew an assignment, and then you jog to go chase one of the fastest guys in the league. You jog after the guy. You didn't even try to push him out. You didn't try to no. dive. And and he, I'm was, like, he was watching. He, he was watching at that point, right? He, it's like Pee Wee football, where everybody's running around. And you got that one kid who's just standing there watching everybody, you know, run past him, run around him, oh do whatever. Uh, because look, and, man, and that was that was Quan Martin on that play. And I'm like, listen, I've never played played collegiate ball or anything like that, and so I I try not to question those guys like that. But man, one thing you can control is your effort. And the fact that he Great. wasn't giving any effort on that, 
a second round pick would probably get his butt chewed out. If he was undrafted, a seventh round pick, you might lose, you might get cut for that kind of stuff. So I did not appreciate the game. Yes. I did not appreciate Quan Martin not hustling to a play that him and the other DB uh uh blew an assignment. So I was hot after that. And again, this was on their opening drive. Right. Six plays, 75 yards. Well, 26 of them came on that one play. <laughs> yep. I was like, come on, man. But you was getting ready to go to Quan's highlight play number two. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and if you didn't see the game, uh, that it was it was actually a, a longer pass than that. It was probably a thirty-five yard pass, roughly. Uh, the wide receiver blew past him. Uh, he, yeah, he, he was made he was cut. toast. He made yeah, a cut, burned. and then he was yeah he was burned. Quarter uh, Baltimore quarterback threw it up, laid up there a little bit longer than what it what it should have uh receiver goes up to catch the ball and mishandles the ball and the ball just falls into Quan Martin's gut and he 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 grabs it and turns around and yeah, it's an interception and from the end zone runs 53 57 yard return from that point and everybody's going wild that he just intercepted the ball. And, I, and I'm happy that the fact that there was a turnover, but Quan Martin, he was didn't burned. make the play. No, he did not. He did not. He didn't earn that, no. uh, that interception. It fell into his lap. Um, you know, almost like the he dude, had the dude almost handed in the ball. Yes. I mean, he's around there running down the field, teammates are celebrating. He's celebrating as if he made this hell of a play. The ball practically landed in his hand. The guy almost gave it to him. He was toast. He was he was in trail position, just trying to run and get back into position. And he never turned around and saw the ball. The dude, yeah. the ball just fell in his lap. Baltimore, it was it was an easy touchdown for Baltimore that they blew. If and, if, and, if and Josh Johnson Martins. Lap. If Josh Johnson throw, gets a little more air under that ball, a little less air, a little le less air. If he gets it there a little bit quicker, because uh, it gave it gave Quan Martin a, a chance to recover a little or to, to recover That's a little fair. bit because it hung That's up fair. in the air. Because um, he, he had him by at least Man. two steps, maybe three. Man. More than that, he he was burned. Yes, that brother yes. was burned. Yes, um, and I was like, come on, man, come on, Quan. And, and so, then he all post game. He all post game. He happy. <laughs> like brother, brother. Yeah, come it's, on. Um, you you might be happy, but if I'm evaluating from a coach's perspective, I'm I'm not happy. Um, you 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 didn't play well week one preseason. Uh, you definitely got burned a couple times for this one. It should have been two touchdowns on him, right? Um. And so we, we will see. I, I, I don't think uh, week one we're going to see much of Quan Martin. I think he's, you know, I think when, when he was brought in here, we were hoping that he would maybe even compete or he would be playing a lot of the Buffalo nickel, um, you know, right off the bat Buff of the season. It's, it's not yeah, happening. Buffalo bench. Yeah, it's, it's not happening right now. Uh, I hope he can get, he may go out. get, get a feel for it. 
but it, the, the mistakes that he's making aren't physical mistakes. It's between the ears and effort mistakes. And he, you know, he may go out and he may kill it in the third preseason game because I got to believe he's going to play. So he may go out and Correct. kill it in third preseason game, and 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 maybe things start clicking and he turns it around. But uh, the lot of playing time that everyone talked about that he was going to get and how he was going to compete and. And everybody's wondering how whose spot he's going to take on the field. I don't think we got to worry about that right now. That's not to say that he's not going to turn this thing around. But early on, nah, don't worry about Quan. He'd be, he'd be well, all right. Even go, even go to the draft. When we drafted him, people were saying that, man, he he, he fell to us, right? We we, we, mm-hmm. we, got, a, we got a heck of a pick uh, in the second round when, when he fell to us in the, in the second round. And um, – I hope that ends up being. Still, he may true. still be. I, ho- I hope it ends be. up being true. I, I, I think, I'm not going to say he doesn't have the talent, but it's not gelling for him right now. And, Agreed. And, and sometimes that's just how it is with a rookie. You know, it, it takes a a half a season or 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 a season to, to get it to click. Um, and maybe so, it's a situation where you know they talked about how they was playing him in the slot, he's playing him at safety, and, and maybe they're throwing too much at him. Right. You know, maybe they just need to hone in on one spot for the short term and let him hone his skill and get better and understand things from one's position before we start trying to just utilize him as a Swiss Army knife, as as they kept saying, uh, because of all the positions he played at Illinois. Right. Maybe he needs to just focus on one at the time and, and get better. Because right now, it if he wasn't a second-round pit, we're probably not talking about it very much. But, man, as a second-round pit and the way they talked about him, after the draft and through uh, the training camp and things of that nature, it, it's not looking good for Quan, man. And I, I'm not sure they're not giving up on him. I've not given up on him, but the early the early reports ain't looking good, bro. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's a little overwhelmed, uh, is, is what it looks like. Um, and I hope most, most certainly. And I, like I said I I hope for for his sake and and for Washington's sake, right? If you're a Washington fan, you. Uh, you want you want that success. Um, anything else that, that that stood out for you on, on defense? Uh, not a whole lot, man. I, defense again. The only thing, other thing that probably stood out, and we don't have to get into it, was the fact that our potential starting two linebackers played with backups last night. So I don't, you know, reports are it was just a matter of them getting some reps together. Um, nothing more than that. It was just interesting that uh, Jamin Davis and, and uh, Cody Barton was playing, whereas well, opposed to the front four wasn't playing. Uh, Fuller wasn't playing. Of course, Emmanuel Forrest were playing. You didn't have Cam. So, so you didn't have a lot of starters playing, but you had right. your starting linebackers out there. And even then, you didn't hear a lot a lot from them. So uh, that, that might be another point to be concerned about going into this season uh with those two but other than that because there's a lot of stars did not play i don't have a whole lot to say about about the defense um yeah i i don't have a whole lot to add to that um just two little quick things on special teams um trustway handled a a uh bad snap bad snap very very well um i mean that thing just kind of skipped in and uh, he he didn't even flinch. There was no hesitation from from Joey Sly. He didn't have to like double step it. 
uh, or pause to go into it. Uh, so Joey Sly is our is going to be the kicker for Washington, and he did well in the game, uh, kicking the game-winning forty-nine-yard field goal. Um, yes, sir. And then, and then, uh, yeah, Tressway handling that that bad snap. Um, two good, two good things to say, or good good things to see uh, that hopefully we won't have to worry about during the season either. Correct. Correct. So. Well, that's it, man. Um, preseason game two, preseason game three will be next. It's going to probably be mostly all backups. Yeah. Um, probably not a lot happening there. And then, man, we're on to week one. And then we will be looking forward to that. Arizona yes, Cardinals, man. Hey, you know what? They, they even mentioned it during the game um, about considering it was a preseason game, the, the crowd was into it. Right. And I imagine that the crowd against uh, week one, because Arizona doesn't have a big following outside of Arizona, right? They're not like the Raiders um, or, or or a team that has had long term success and, and is nationwide. Right. Um, so it's going to be, well. yeah, it's going to be a, you know, 90% Washington fan base and i think it's going to be i think it's going to end up being a sellout um and that place is going to be it's going to be exciting it's going to be an exciting opening day uh they always are but i think this is going to have another level with, with the new ownership with the new head coach new um offensive coordinator first nice. game coordinator. high expectations you know let's go yeah it's gonna be good man it's gonna be good so, but that's all we got, man. That's a preview of week uh, week two against the Baltimore Ravens and uh, the one and one Baltimore Ravens uh, against the two and zero Washington Commanders. So we will be back to discuss a little bit of preseason game three and probably a little bit of predictions as we head into this, the new season and all that good stuff. So again, like, subscribe so you get notifications. And until next time, y'all, peace out. Peace out, knuckleheads.